0: this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back.
1: Today is Wednesday, October 11th. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for Playground, empty Playground Adventures with Ellie.
0: My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful that I was able to walk into a CVS yesterday and get my COVID vaccine. Uh, Because the new one, my OB was so excited about and was like, go get it. Um, It's great for the baby to have. Uh, like passed on from you, and we're going to Disney in a week and a half. So I just feel like it's. Yeah, I was worried that I wasn't going to be able to get
1: one. We're staggering ours because who was it? You and your mom. We got when you knocked. got your when you got your COVID vaccines before you got knocked out. Your mm-hmm. dad and I both felt a little crummy for a day, but.
0: My mom and I were like both in bed for a but, day.
1: Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it, so it knocked you out. And, and so we're staggering the shots so that
0: you One and of us I are, can take
1: uh, are both not in case it hits me harder this time. Right. I think I'm going to get the my flu shot at the same time.
0: Yeah, that's it. I got my flu shot uh, about a month ago. Um, and I'm not brave enough to do that at the same time. Uh, but people do it all the time. You can stack them. It's totally fine to stack them per the CVS pharmacist
1: I want to our show today is going to be a little bit different it's it's gonna be just being completely honest it's going to be a little heavy it's a
0: bit of a heavy show it's gonna be
1: a bit of a heavy show before we get into some of the heavy on the show I do want to tell you that I spent some time looking at keepsake our new ad partner mm-hmm. and I am so excited and here's why the the way it works and I haven't dived in dove in whatever like you have yet yeah so so i am kind of figuring this out as as i go so you might want to if i'm wrong on something correct me but the the way it works is you keep everything is is separated by a journal right so you set up a journal for ellie and then it'll start texting you questions
0: like prompts
1: and you can mm-hmm. set it up to text you once a day once a week twice a day, whatever you determine the you frequency pick the time yeah and and the frequency, right? So, you, let's just say you set it up for once a day, through, and you have one. You have Ellie. That's your journal. Well, then when the new baby comes along, obviously I'm going to want to create a second journal. Obviously. So, so that journal <laughs> will be for baby number two. Mm-hmm. And now I'll still get a prompt every day, but they'll rotate. Mondays will be about Ellie. Tuesdays will be about baby number two, back to Ellie, baby number two. I suppose I could throw in one for Sadie and Lily.
0: You, doesn't, I feel like you should do one for Sadie.
1: That doesn't seem right, <laughs> but I could do one for the dogs if I wanted to. But they would just rotate. But here's what's cool is when you're responding to the prompts, you'll know whose journal is asking the question, mm-hmm. right? So it'll save it under that kid mm-hmm. But if you just have a memory that you want to include in your keepsake, all you have to do in your spontaneous post entry is mention one or both kids' names mm-hmm. If you mention both, it goes into both of their journals so cool if you I didn't even one, know that look at yes. you look at how much you know about keepsake it's just so it's so great in a nutshell it's an app that in a program that you uh, that, that you, you buy into it. If you do the deluxe one, it comes out to be like a quarter a day and they send you a text message question. What are some of the questions, for example, questions you've gotten?
0: Um, today or yesterday, I got one that said, what is your baby's birthstone going to be? Um, one of them was what family traditions do you want to pass down to the baby? Cause I'm currently doing one for the baby in my belly because I looked yesterday to see how far I got in my pregnancy journal for this child. Um, second child got to 16 weeks and I'm now 23 weeks. So keepsake is helping me keep up with that. Now that I, uh, dropped off the face of the journaling.
1: So it's, it's basically a one sentence at a time forced to journaling thing. Yeah. And it's great. And you can, uh, it's
0: like your personal assistant.
1: Yeah. If you go to keepsake.com and keepsake is uh S-A-K-E mm-hmm. keepsake.com and put a slash sla- upside. put a slash yeah. upside after that. You get uh 20% off, I think.
0: Yeah. Of your like it, annual membership.
1: Yep. So uh keepsake.com slash upside. I think it's a great gift for dads. I think it's a great gift for parents to be. And I think it's a I, I think at any point, no matter how old your kid is, it's a perfect thing to get. Yeah. Um to just have a journal. And they print out a journal, and you get the journal every year. So uh, so that's the fun stuff. I'm excited about our new advertiser, Keepsake. I
0: believe you also have to use the code UPSIDE, by the way. Use the link and the code.
1: So you go to Keepsake.com slash UPSIDE, and if they ask for a code when you check out, that code is also yeah. UPSIDE. Okay. Two uh, heavy things. One, close and personal to us, is that T-Bird, who has been a part of the UPSIDE in some form since... Before they,
0: it was before it was even be, a thing.
1: Before it was the Upside, she has been our biggest cheerleader, our biggest advocate, our biggest bright spot, our encourager, our supporter, our marketer, our...
0: And not just for us, for everyone that's been a part of the Upside community.
1: Our promotions director. Yeah. She's in the Facebook group every single day. I, I couldn't even imagine counting how many times she has posted the word gratitude or grateful right. online on our behalf. She's in the hospital because She's in the hospital. with a 103 degree fever, and they have no idea why she has some sort of blood infection. They've ruled out some really terrible things. Yes. So that's encouraging. Yes. Most of the terrible things have been ruled out, but they still don't know what it is.
0: And it's so scary. And, um, I wish she was here selfishly so I could go sit with her, but thankfully she has family there and a really good support system in South Carolina. Um, but it's just really scary because she doesn't know. It literally started as, Oh, my knee kind of hurts. And now like yesterday she couldn't feel her leg. Um, she's had a fever on and off for days. Um, and they don't know she's been working with infectious disease specialists and they just don't know what's wrong with her. So she's supposed to get her. She said that we could update you. Um, and thank you to anyone that's been sitting her, sending her words of kindness and encouragement because sitting, being stuck in a hospital, even if you're grateful for the care you're receiving is never fun. Yeah. And Um, even,
1: even if you're not posting on in the Facebook group or sending her public messages, uh, when you just get a spare minute, do whatever you do in your mind. If you're a praying person, send her a prayer. If you're a good energy if you're a vi- person, if you're a vibration person, send good vibes toward
0: go buy somebody else a cup of coffee, Charleston,
1: just do something yes. to put a vibration out there because, uh, it's so, it, to me, the unknown is the scariest. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. So we're cheering her on tomorrow's show. Hopefully we'll have an update A better update um, right now, we just don't know, but she is okay. She is in pain. She feels awful, but she is being watched over by really great doctors, nurses, healthcare professionals, et cetera.
1: And and she's not alone. She has uh, um, a friend in in Charleston who's with her, and then her best friend, uh, as of some point yesterday, on Tuesday, Mm -hmm. was gonna make the drive from Atlanta to Charleston. to to stay with her for a week. To be with her. Because even, you know, there's just something, I mean, I know you're in the hospital, this is like the most obvious thing I could ever say, but you're in the hospital obviously because you're sick, Mm -hmm. but hospitals are just exhausting.
0: Yeah, there's just a lot of people. There's a lot of things going on. People are coming in. People are coming out. You're tired. You don't know what's going on. They're testing you. I think she got like MRIs. You get poked all the time. Even
1: in the middle of the night, Mm -hmm. they come in and poke you every two hours. They do. You still there? You still with us? Okay, good. (laughs) Just giving you some pokes because you don't get a full night's sleep here. If I'm not sleeping, you're not. It's just so tired. So anyways, um, once they can switch her, I guess step one is identify it. So once they identify yeah. it, then they can identify the drugs to fix it or mm-hmm. the procedure to fix it. And if they can move that procedure out of the hospital, they'll get her out. So yes. if it, if, the, if it could be a pill or something, yeah. then she'll do that. But until then, they just got her jammed full of every antibiotic. They probably got Lysol pumping through her. <laughs> you know what mean I mean? To say that someone's going to take you seriously. They got, you, you know, Jeff Dollar. A vinegar, the old wives' <laughs> no. tales things. What, what did your aunt or your grandmother used to drink? Raisins oh, no. she drank bourbon or something? Gin.
0: It helps with your arthritis. Apparently. Yeah. They got she gin pumping it. into her. Yeah. Um, okay. We, our, our next very serious topic is hard to talk about, but I think it's really important.
1: We don't dive in. We, we intentionally avoid as much news as we can on this show because we want to be a bright spot. But the stuff happening in the Middle East is so crushing to bear witness to, and you can't escape it, and it's so heavy that it is. It's horrific. It affected my mood. All day yesterday, I was in close to tears at more than one point. Um, Jeff went
0: to pick up Ellie from school early yesterday, and I know you said it wasn't because of all the stuff going on, but how could it not be, you know?
1: It just... spend
0: some time with her.
1: It was... It's just... The stories coming out of Israel, every one of them is worse than the last. And I know... I know. And I will be totally honest i didn't really know up until a few days ago about the history of the mm-hmm. of that part of the world and i thought i had a general understanding but a couple days ago i did a deep dive to try to 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 sort it all out and i know that there is there's a lot of play there's a lot of politics there's centuries of religion thousands what's beyond centuries, thousands of years of religion. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I know that there is propaganda. I know all of that. But even if 10% of the stories that are coming out are true, those as a standalone are horrific. What's happening to innocent people, to families, to women, to children, to babies, to babies it's so heavy and so that's just we're, I'm just saying that that's the extent of the discussion. We're sad. We're sad. We can't do it. We can't fake it today. We're just not feeling well, but I did want to share something. Um, I have a lot of friends who I have a lot of Jewish friends, um, and some of them are pretty observant and – very, very ob- observant. Not that that matters in a situation like this, but uh, oh, – observant is the wrong word. Some of them are very – Conservative. Have, but they've traveled to Israel. Yes. They have friends who are over there and rotate in and out. You know? Yeah.
0: It's a big part. It's a, the biggest part of their life.
1: Yeah. And – For the past couple days, I didn't say anything because I don't know what to say. But yesterday, I sent a bunch of them this text message. I said, not really sure what to say to my Jewish friends, but I feel like I need to say something to let you know that I'm thinking of you and I stand with you and I am here for you. I'm sorry this is the world that we're living in, and if you have people there, know that they're in my prayers. And that I 'm just going to read you one of the responses that I got because mm-hmm. I would encourage you if you have Jewish friends to steal that and to send it to them mm-hmm. because everybody I sent it to responded mm-hmm. with affirmatively but but this is uh, what one guy wrote back. What you said is absolutely perfect it's perfect of all my non jewish friends. Only three have reached out with that sentiment, and you are one of them. Thank you so much. It really means a lot. And I think that that is important because part of the mission of The Upside is just to remind everybody that they're not alone.
0: I think the part that is also scary for me, which I want to – encourage everyone on right now is that we have become and I don't think we've always been this way and I hope that we haven't that we aren't this way forever but I feel like right now anytime you open your mouth you are serving yourself or making yourself vulnerable vulnerable to judgment to people saying oh well you must believe this 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 and this but I think for me, those feelings, when you see something like that, or you see a picture or a video of a family, the reason we don't want to look at that is because our human instinct is compassion towards someone. We don't want someone else to go through that. And I think don't lose that sight of human compassion. It's okay to see something horrific happening to someone and know nothing about their circumstance, but be upset for them and feel pain for them and and wish that that wasn't happening to them. And then it goes through this filter of, oh, well, you're making a political stance. You're making this, you're making that. Don't let anyone shame you into feeling human emotion because that is what we need. The world needs compassion. The world needs empathy. And don't let someone tell you because you feel compassion towards someone. That means that you hate someone else or that you don't feel compassion towards another person, another group, another, you know, I I think it goes without saying for most people that if you feel empathy for civilians, for human beings, for children that don't have a choice to get caught up and they're caught up with, that goes for any group. And right, right. You know, I remember and I'll I'll say this at the risk of being very judged, but I want you to know if you're listening that I'm consistent in my belief on this. I remember, you know, obviously 9/11, horrible, awful. I will never forget it. It was so painful for everyone. And I remember when they we killed Osama bin Laden and at the same time that I thought that that was justified I was sad that his son was there to see it and because kids don't have a choice and I think you can feel both of those things at the same time and you don't have to be ashamed to say I'm really sad for that child I'm really heartbroken for that family because they are people and that doesn't mean that you have to hate anyone else to feel that compassion so I would encourage you um if you see someone in need, whether it's the person next to you or, or someone on the news, um, and you feel a sense of compassion and empathy, that's what makes you human. Don't hide that because we need more of that. Um, and, and that's kind of how I feel. Um, yeah, I got physically sick to my stomach yesterday. I think as a, you know, people always say kind of cheesy you know and just like oh when you're a parent it's different
1: but i just it really does it it's i
0: can't imagine being separated from my child
1: like the dad there's a story of a dad who knew his daughter was at that music festival yeah that i think it was a piece music and peace it was like a all-night rave yeah and uh So many people there were killed, and they were hiding, and they were hiding in the woods, and he lost the cell phone connection with his daughter, so he got in the car and drove there, right? Like that, before Ellie, I would have said, you're a fool. Why are you driving? You know what I mean? Yeah. Why are you driving towards that? And after Ellie, I'm thinking, like, oh, well, the only reason he drove is because he didn't have access to a helicopter. (laughs) <laughs> you right. know what I, you know what I mean um, and I think it everything does just for me, for the parenting angle and I, and i I don't know if this is a new parent thing or if this ever goes away, but i I don't want Ellie to grow up in a world where anger And whatever you feel is unjust, right, is expressed in the torture and killing of others. Mm -hmm. I understand people feel like their backs are against a wall and they've got to, I understand that. I don't agree with it, right? But I understand it. But it's not civil. I guess, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's It's, we're, I don't know. And it scares me to think that if we can't resolve our differences without that, now it's—I mean—Ellie's going to have to explain, and it's getting—it's it, getting more horrific, right? It is. It's—I don't—I don't, I don't know, necessarily know that the war crimes are getting different, but now they can be publicized much easier, right? and i hate that for ellie
0: yeah so much i i just hope my hope for her my hope for kids our kids the generation after us is that they feel safe to express empathy and compassion for others yeah in a world that is ready to take you down for you know being compassionate about what someone else is going through or empathetic towards what someone is going through
1: You are strong, you are brave, you're kind, and you always belong here.